Blog Talk Radio. And now, here's your host, William Powell. The King of DC Media. Welcome to the show, everybody. Tonight, our guest is actress Yasmin Lee, who starred in The Hangover Part 2. But before we get to her, let's take a quick commercial break. Don't miss the film Confusion, Diary of a Confused Vampire, which follows Laurice, an embattled vampire king that must decide on whether to remain the king or engage in a forbidden ritual that will make him a human. Find it on YouTube, or to work with the film's powerful creative team, email them at rkirb412 at gmail.com. That's A-R-K-I-E-R-B, and the number 412 at gmail.com. Again, that's A-R-K-I-E-R-B, the number 412 at gmail.com. So I see Yasmin is on the line, so let me bring her on in. Good evening. Hi. Good evening. How are you doing? Fantastic. Thanks for coming on the show. No, absolutely. No problem. So as you move up in the Hollywood ladder of success, do you see yourself doing more comedies? Do I see myself doing more comedy? I, You know, I have... I say yes and I say no because it's first of all it's like you know if the roles are there and given to us absolutely but I I there's such a fine line between comedy and drama um, it's pretty much all comedies are drama it's just the the situations in itself is just over the top so abnormal or beyond our our daily routine that it just feels a little bit funnier. <laughs> But you're, you're, it's, it's, still dra- it's still dramatic acting. Yeah, the thing is not to go for the laugh, is just play the situation and not really try to be funny. <laughs> play the situation and be very serious about it, absolutely. You sound like you took some acting classes. <laughs> <laughs> well, I've been acting for about 10 years. So so talk a little bit about just how hard is it, how hard is it to land the high profile part like you did the hangover part two. Uh it's it's extremely hard. I mean, actors are a dime a dozen here, um, in Hollywood and it's a combination of talent, it's a combination of luck, um, combination of desirability. Um but I think it has to do with a lot of just a little bit of luck and yeah, and the talent to support it. I mean pretty girls, pretty Guys are a dime a dozen here, and you just kind of, you know, get you get yourself in there, get in, get yourself in the game, and work on your craft, and kind of just keep on going at it and be resilient about it. And, and you just got to get yourself of, uh, out there and just keep on auditioning, right? That's right. You're a professional auditioner. When you're an actor, you're a professional auditioner. So, speaking of working on your craft, uh, do you have an acting coach? Um, I go to school. I don't per se have an acting coach. I have um, an amazing fellow actress named Jessica Hayes that I've she's my go to girl for just doing everything and anything um that has to do with acting. It's just because you know you can have a lot of good actors out there but not everybody's a good teacher. Absolutely, absolutely. Do you have any plans to do stage? 
I I would love to do stage. I mean, that's have you done stage? Oh yeah, absolutely. It's yeah. great training. There, yeah, it's my, it's my favorite place training. to be. It's, there's there's this sense of um, instant gratification when it comes to stage. You know, um, the process of Hollywood and movies and films and stuff like that. You never know when it's going to be done. You never know when it's. You never know whether your scene is going to be cut it out out or not. And so when you're and part of acting, what what kind of draws me into acting was drugs. It's like chasing this high, and it's a high that I had when I was, I guess, let me see. I think I was in in high school when we did this this musical uh, theater called Oz. You, I'm sure you heard of Oz. <laughs> of course, yeah, absolutely. Oz, yeah. and yeah, so I got this cute little part, the Scarecrow, and. So we're we're playing this we're playing this make believe world and somewhere along the way everything fell in, into its place and it was magic you know all of a sudden I didn't feel like I was myself and for the first time ever felt like I was able to just escape the reality of the life that I'm living you know dealing with um, um, how to identify myself sexually um, just all kinds of random issues that I go through as a teenager. I was able to get lost in the moment and and be somebody else. And I was, it, it's kind of like a high. It's like a stage high just to feel that energy and feel the vibe of the people, uh, what you say or do or whether you hit the next notes and not kind of carry carry on with the audience and carry, um, carry with them, you know, long after the show. And that was a beautiful high. And I feel like you get that instant gratification when it's stage as opposed to, um, as opposed as opposed to uh, TV and movies and such. Yeah, and the one thing about film, though, I, I you know, sometimes on set, do you find yourself doing sort of like an improv or ad lib after the director calls cut and and trying to just keep going? Do you find yourself, you know, to actually keep going? Do you actually do that? Uh, you're you're supposed to do that. <laughs> You're, yeah, you're supposed to continue acting and then and, and just continue going for it until the director uh, calls a cut. I mean, and you you base that off the fact that you just you, you know the words doesn't mean anything. You know, obviously, you know, uh, an Emmy writer and and an Oscar writer and all that stuff is very important. But um, what's what's just as important is the job of the actors carrying on, um, carrying that message. And we we need to remember that it's. It's less about the word and more about the objective that you're chasing. So as long as you have your objective in mind and, and you know, once once your lines are done and the director doesn't call a cut, you just keep on going and keep on acting your ass off and just, <laughs> just chase after that objective. <laughs> right on, right on. Keep going for those objectives and given circumstances. So talk a little bit more about the crafts and marketing and, and branding and all this stuff. You have some fantastic headshots. Who took those headshots for you? Um, the, the headshot is taken by David. David something, I forgot. Oh, my goodness, I'm totally spacing out. Um, yeah, David something. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I wasn't okay. planning on that question. Well, tell, um, well, I tell David he did me. a great job. Oh, thank you. Yeah, he, he did really do. Yeah, he did a really, really good job, and I've, you know, it's really, really hard to find a photographer nowadays that, that doesn't doesn't over Photoshop you, and you know, just kind of leave it a little bit more on the natural side. 
Yeah, that, it's, that's it's what supposed it's to capture. Um, yeah, it's supposed to capture the essence of, of a particular character. And sometimes I, I feel like when you take the picture, you try to you're you're focusing on how beautiful you are. Oh, his name is David Carlson. That's what his name is. Okay, he did a great job. Oh, thank you. I'll tell him that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. He's got some publicity right here on the Inside Acting Radio Show. Yeah, and what you said was is very. Uh, very true is that those pictures should actually capture the essence of the person and look just like you. And I could tell also that he didn't do as much as in the way of Photoshop. And it was very, you know, you're right there. You're right there with the person. It's like very much the essence. Oh, cool. Thank you. I appreciate that. <laughs> Fantastic. So let's move on to the, your movies. Now, you got this movie here, Red Ice. You play a pretty evil being in that. Talk a little bit about that. Uh, Red Ice, it's it's a movie back, let me see. It was that, I got that role right after The Hangover 2, and it's it was fun. I get to play this very, very powerful human being and who lusts after men and lusts after men, women, or pretty much any any, any soul. And I would use my the power of my sexuality and luring all these people and and just kill them and and suck their soul out <laughs> pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> so that's 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 the kind of undertake of my character. Obviously, you know the story is more involved with that. It's about you know uh, the war that's going on and the drugs and and all taking place in San Francisco. Uh, you know with the main character and his. Uh, he got hypnotized by me, and he later on hypnotized me with his 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 music, and was able to get me off guard. And you know, we have some amazing combat out of that. It was a, it was very fun. It was my first time ever actually going into full costume, being a demon, the succubus demon. And oh my gosh, it is so gruesome. It's like seven eight hours to get into makeup, and four hours to get out of it. Yikes. I was the wow. first one on set at 3 a.m. in the morning. <laughs> mm. Wow. Wow. And it's probably pretty hard to eat, too. Now, it's, you know, it's, it's not that bad. Actually, somewhere out there in my computer, I actually have a clip of myself eating a, a salad. Cause that's kind of what all succubus eats, right? <laughs> <laughs> Is that or a shake? Just, Get you a protein shake. Exactly. Whatever it takes not to mess up the makeup. Fantastic, fantastic. So talk a little bit about Promoted. I read the summary of that. It's uh, like this office comedy thing. Who do you play in that one? Uh-huh. Um, I play a character called Ying, and Ying is, I, I tend to get this very sexual role, it seems. Um, it's this conniving person that jump into this um, uh, promoted world. There's this group of people that are that are competing in this corporate world, competing for their stakes to be higher. And I, I play a role where I'm just kind of a roadblock for a few of them, just back and forth, uh, shuffling me and my unique skills to sabotage people using stereotyping. <laughs> mm. yeah, and it kind uh, of a stars uh, Sam Levine. I you know, not not much of a, a backstabber as much as a, a roadblock, a fun little roadblock that to go through me, I guess. And um, it starts Sam Levine and Cody Longo, um, Aerie Spears, and the latest Dale Harris um, are 
Marty Ingalls, he was in it, as as a pretty cute little fun cast and has a lot of character um, that is going to stick around for a while, um, like Home of Thugs. And this movie was directed by um, Isaac Constein, and it's actually available now on Amazon and see where else can you get it. I think you can get it like Hulu or Voodoo and Amazon, stuff like that, that you can definitely stream it off there. Oh, right. It's, oh, it's right. very fun. So, it's such it's a, such a stereotype fun movie that is ridiculous. You have to have the you just have to be able to laugh at every single thing because they literally make fun of everything across the board. It, you, you can't, you, yeah. You can't be offended by a movie. You, you, you cannot be offended laugh. by those, that kind of movie. You just kind of have to go along with the laugh and just laugh at everything. I mean, there's a character called Homo Thug. <laughs> Lord, everyone's <laughs> it, Yeah, play Homo Thug, yeah. I mean, come on. <laughs> Yeah, Gina the Dyke, Homo Thugs. Yeah, all the stereotypes. Yeah, Uh, uh, that's a lot of comedy. And you just kind of laugh at everything. Exactly, exactly. So of the TV shows that are on uh, the air today, what what are some of the shows you see yourself acting in? Do I see myself acting in? Um, Yeah, like a – yeah. Oh my gosh, okay. I never really, really thought too much about that. Obviously, Orange is the new black, but there's already a trans character in there, as well as uh, um, Transparent. Um, I think those are amazing writing. Um, Orange is the new black is such a funny, funny comedy, and I love, love comedy. Um, I would, you know, it's funny enough, I was going, um, I just started back acting school at the Acting Corps here in, in uh, North Hollywood, and I realized that the palette that I was getting a lot of, I was getting a lot of powerful um, um, presence kind of palette, but I was also getting a lot of like lawyer stuff. So I definitely would love to play some kind of character, either on um, Law and Order or something like that. It's just kind of like maybe, you know, mix a little bit ACLU with the trans movement that's going on right now with LGBTQ. And I think those, those would be really, really fun roles to play. Yeah. Argumentative roles. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, we're going to be touching on that, some of the issues of the day a little long later in the interview. But before we get to that, let's talk about directors you see yourself working with. I'm sorry, who what now? Directors you, you would like to work with? Who would I like to work with? Well, I definitely would love to work with Todd Phillips again. He's absolutely amazing. I, you know, giving me that that break, um, and so fun and so easy and so kind. Because <laughs> I, I jumped in there not really knowing knowing what I was doing, you know. And then and then after that, after after that was all done and done and part of it, I was like, you know what? I need to take this seriously and just jump into acting classes. Um. Clint Eastwood, let me see. Um, my ultimate fantasy is James Cameron um, working nice. with him and, and doing Avatar. That's that's the genre that I've absolutely fallen in love with from the very moment that I realized what acting was and, and what TV and movie was, is to get lost in that magical fantasy and, you know, escape this really, really messed up world and just enjoy that world that even though it's messed up, but it's make believe when you get out of it. <laughs> you know, yeah, exactly. Avatar. Yeah, that would definitely be the 
and with James, that would be my dream come true. Well, you shoot for the top. That's that's the way to go. That's the way to go. <laughs> All right. Okay, we're going to take a quick commercial break, and we'll be right back. Hang on. Okay. Don't miss the film Confusion, Diary of a Confused Vampire, which follows Laurice, an embattled vampire king that must decide on whether to remain the king or engage in a forbidden ritual that will make him a human. Find it on YouTube, or to work with the film's powerful creative team, email them at rkirb412 at gmail.com. That's A-R-K-I-E-R-B, and the number 412 at gmail.com. Again, that's A-R-K-I-E-R-B. The number 412 at gmail.com. Looking for a great show to see this spring? Look no further than Assassins at Laurel Mill Playhouse. Directed by Michael V. Hartsfield and produced by Maureen Rogers, Assassins lays bare the lives of nine individuals who assassinated or tried to assassinate the President of the United States in a one-act historical revusical. Performances run weekends from Friday, April 29, 2016, through Sunday, May 22, with Friday and Saturday evening performances at 8 p.m. Purchase tickets by going to www.laurelmillplayhouse.org. For more information, call 301-617-9906 and press 2, or you can contact Maureen Rogers. All right, we're back. So let's switch gears to some issues of the day. So I know there's a lot in the news now about uh, some of the transgender bathroom laws in the South, places like North Carolina. So what's your opinion yeah. on that? Do you think it'll be overturned? I I think it's it will definitely be overturned because I think it's a, it's an issue, it's a civil issue, and it's it's something that's guaranteed and protected. Um, for minorities such as us, um, you know, via the Constitution. So it'll definitely be overturned. I think it eventually will go up to the Supreme Court, and we're going to have to deal with that. It's, I, I think what, what's even more appalling is just you, you sit here sometimes, and you really just think, like, how do they even think about this kind of stuff? It, it just absolutely makes zero sense. You know, people yeah. are talking about... You know, they're they're talking about oh well, you know, we don't want our little girls, we don't want, you know, to to be harassed or to be to be, um, you know, they're pretty much just viewing us as sexual predators. That's what we go to restrooms to do. And in actuality, there are zero cases whatsoever of anything like that ever happening. I'm sure there are cases where. Maybe, you know, after this being thrown out there, people are probably thinking now sexual predators probably be like, mm, let me see. Like, that's a great idea. Let me just go ahead and dress up as a woman and go in there and try that. But even that's the case, we're talking about a particular individual that has that agenda who are not transgender. Somebody who decides one day to dress up as a woman is not a transgender woman. You know, this is somebody who, who lived their life, lived their gender as a woman. And where do we pee? <laughs> you know, if, if we can't do here, where do we, you know, and where's our rights? And, you know, when it comes to, where, you know, where are we when it comes to harassment? And I remember when I was younger, 
I was 18 or 19 years old, and I was terrified of using the ladies' restroom. So what I would do is I would carry with me tampons. And whenever I get nervous, I would actually just drop them just, just to assure people around me. I'm like, hey, you know what? I belong in here. You know, if you have any doubts or anything, maybe that kind of just, you know, brush it off the side. And so that's how I handled that insecurity. But nonetheless, what it is is I noticed that every trans woman, when it comes to, to the restroom, they just burst in, try to pee as quick as possible, and try to leave as quick as possible because we do know that ignorance are out there. People really, really are ignorant. And, and with all the issues and problems of social injustice and the economic injustice that we endure as human beings, as, as this minority, the last thing we need is more drama within the restroom. It's, it doesn't make any sense. Yeah, and I heard that uh, what was the title line of the Civil Rights Act? They're actually the feds are actually going after some of those states on that. So I think that's probably a losing battle for them. Yeah, it's it's something they're always. I mean, they're always going to try. That's the story of life, people, world, the struggles. They're always going to try, and you know, if this if it's not this, it's going to be something else. It's a distraction from the real issues that are going out there, like, you know, for example, Trump being president. You know, the possibility of that is actually just ridiculously scary. But, hey, this is a little sideline distraction track from from the shit that we're facing today and the troubles that we're struggling with. Yeah, we're going to touch on that. uh, Just one minute, just hang on. So just in general, do you think things are improving for uh, trans people? Uh, things are improving, yes. I think, you know, uh, visibility is definitely improving, and with that comes conversation. Uh, is it improving to the point where where we're safe? No, absolutely not. You know, there, there still needs to be laws that are passed to protect this community, just like laws that needs to be passed to protect the uh, um, you know, the slaves and, and the black movements, and you know, it's Law needs to be in order and needs to be uh, needs to be passed uh, all the way to the very very top to guarantee we need protections um, both in economically, socially, um, you know, just the basic rights that all of us deserve. Yeah. Okay. So I'm going to throw out one word of uh, either a word or well, actually there'll be persons, there'll be people's names. I'll throw out a name and then you respond with your opinion. Okay, uh, Caitlin Jenner. Um, absolutely amazing and very visible. Um, should I respond with, with short – okay, uh, Caitlyn Jenner. Yes. I think she's – people are just very dramatic. I think, you know, I think she brought a lot of visibility to our group, and we forget sometimes that, you know, there's this big old controversies with her going on with – with her being Republican, her being, you know, some of the ideology that she has. And, you know, we forget that this is a human being that is just thrown into this loop that she hasn't really known much about, but is still learning. So you see that her heart is there, and she probably will make mistakes here and there saying the wrong thing, but who wouldn't make mistakes being under a microscope? I can only imagine the first time when I was transitioning that, you know, all the things that I said wrong, all the things that I've done wrong, if there was a, micro, a microscope there that just um, dictate every single thing I said or twist and turn every single thing that happened in my life, I, I don't think, you know, I'm going to pass that gate of heaven. 
Okay, Donald Trump. Um, Donald Trump is absolutely hilarious. I mean, it's, I think he's really, really funny. I think he's a character. I think uh, people should just laugh at him, not with him. Um, I think it's a joke that he's running for president, but hey, I think I think we should just ride along and have a good laugh. <laughs> okay. So what, 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 Laverne Cox. Um, so Laverne is absolutely amazing. Um, very, very talented. Very beautiful, both aesthetically and her heart and her soul. Um, I've known her before she was even famous. Uh, we were in a documentary together called Being Tea, um, directed by Ehrlich Millet, who, who does a lot of stuff with her now. And she's she hasn't she's in my she's one of my idols. So yeah, I, I think very highly of her. Really sweet, really sweet girl. Hillary Clinton. I'm sorry, who? Uh, Hillary, Hillary Clinton. Clinton. Um, not given enough credit. She's a survivor. Hillary Clinton. Let me see. She's. I think the the thing about being the top of your game is that when you're the head of any clan, there's always going to be people chop trying to chop your head off because that's how you especially those who doesn't have enough recognition, that's exactly what they're going to do is just putting themselves out there and, you know, try to make a loud bang and you go after the head of the snake and which is her. And I, it's, it's, I kind of like her. I really, really like her. I, I want the first female president. I, I know she's going back and forth with, you know, her changing her mind when it comes to a lot of issues, but isn't that what a person's supposed to do? They're supposed to listen to the country, see that there are movements within the country. You know, people change their mind, people change their heart. And you as a leader who's going to represent me, aren't you supposed to change along um, with the issues as, as evidence starts to pour in? So I don't hold her. I'm not too harsh on her as much as other people are. Bernie Sanders. Um, abs- uh, absolutely amazing. I I love Bernie. He's he's a dreamer, and who doesn't like a dreamer in a bo- uh, in a really bullshit fucked up world? All right, all right. And uh, lastly, how can we follow you on social media? Uh, you can follow me with uh, on Twitter with T S Yasmin and T S Yasmin Lee on Facebook. And yeah, that's about it. I'm, I'll try to post more stuff, but I usually am. I don't do it as much. All right. Yasmin, it's been a pleasure. I just say good luck to you and just break legs and all you do. Oh, thank you so much, Mr. Powell. <laughs> all right. Thank okay. you, Sam. You thank you so night. much for having me. Everybody, you have a good night. Everybody have a good night. Thank you. Bye. All right. Bye-bye. Okay, folks, I'll leave you with this uh, idea of doing something for your career every day and breaking a leg. Night. Tonight. Tonight was a good night. You fought well, and for that we have these fortunes. Some say that money is the root of all evil, but I don't believe that. Evil is the root of all money, and you, my big friend, you are evil. I'm Marshall Everett, and I don't always make money, but as a member of Fed Choice Federal Credit Union, I always save money. Fed Choice Federal Credit Union, federally insured NCUA. Membership open to federal employees and their families. Fed Choice Federal Credit Union, a proud sponsor of the Inside Acting Radio Show.
the dark, you pacify me. Hold my breath. Take me down, I won't fight. Beat on my heart, you drum inside me. Somewhere my death makes a sound no one can find. 